Welcome to the Swim Swam podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, he's the man in swimming with my favorite name. <clears throat> he is now a world record holder. He put the mustache back on the map for swimmers everywhere. Of course, I'm talking with Coleman Stewart today. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me on. It's always great talking to you, Coleman. Congrats on uh, on a first on your first ISL match, first ISL MVP uh, of of your life. Let's get started with that. Um, I mean, coming into this match, how were you feeling? What what, what were we, what were your goals heading in? Um, my goals heading in were literally just to swim to see where I was. Um, I had only swum one Saturday practice. Like I took the rest of the weekends off since trials. Um, yeah, last weekend I didn't swim, uh, you know, heading into like, we had a long day of travel. My bags didn't get here to like five days late, I think. So nothing was really going right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I was literally just looking at this meet, like, let's just see where I am. Like ISL is always fun. So just try to have fun. Yeah, did not expect anything to come of this meet. <laughs> How are you feeling in the water? Just like, you know, once you got to Italy, hopping in, doing practices. I mean, were, were you like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm pretty good. I think I'm in racing shape. Or was it like, okay, this, this might be a little rough. Well, what were you thinking there? I was definitely thinking it was going to be a little rough. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we left Tuesday. All we did was a loose in Tuesday morning and then didn't swim Wednesday uh, just did a nice aerobic set on Thursday and then some speed stuff on Friday, like short, super short speed. So I was not really like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't feel great. I, uh, uh, the other, our 200 backstroker Brody, like asked me during warm up on Saturday, like, Oh, how do you feel? I was like, awful. Like <laughs> I feel awful. But you know, I, it was just fun to be racing again with everybody. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wasn't feeling great, but. <laughs> so th your first race is 50 back, right? I did the 200. 200 back. Okay. So you I got thrown back in there. <laughs> yeah. So it's 200. Uh, you were 152.5, I think, for third place, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you, I mean, that seems like a pretty good swim. What did you think of that? How'd that feel for you? Uh, it felt really good. I mean, I have done zero 200 backstroke training since, uh, I left the NCAA. Um, so, uh, maybe there was one workout in there, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, you saw how most of them went last year. I did, I think I did three 200 backstrokes last year in the ISL and I was like a 54 on two of them. And then I was just like a two double O on the other one. So I was expecting to go around a 154 again. Um, but yeah, 152 kind of like surprised me for sure uh i mean it's it's it seems nice it looked like you know the race went well for you but then the the real for for from my perspective it's like holy 22 six i mean you you pretty much bodied the field uh <laughs> what was your reaction 
to that swim and that kind of speed? Um, I mean, I knew after the 200 back that I was in pretty good racing shape. So I was like, all right, like, let's see what I can do. Um, I was, you know, not expecting to go that fast. Um, and looking back on it now, I know I could be faster because I was definitely a little bit like the race was not perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was just off the American record. So that's kind of my goal for the next few meets is try to get that, um, I guess, but yeah, I mean, I was pretty surprised and really happy with the 50 back. I, and, and, and then you break the American record 48, nine leading off the relay, but to me, <laughs> and then, and then you come back the next day and drop over half a second, uh, to give our listeners some context leading off the relay in 48, nine, you were out 23, nine. And then the next day in the hundred back 48, 33, you were out in 23, four. Uh, which, so after that 48, nine, it's kind of cool on that first day, you get a 200, a hundred and a 50 in, right. You mm-hmm. get some good races in. Um, so then coming into day two, how do you adjust? You know, you obviously kind of have a feel for where you're at, especially racing wise. So, I mean, you know, you go out half a second faster in the hundred. Um, what, what were you thinking? Hundred number one versus hundred number two after having a day to sit with it. Uh, so yeah, it was, it's really funny after the hundred on the medley relay, I had no idea I broke the American record. Um, one of the coaches and like none of the coaches really knew either. Like one of the, uh, Sean, our, our, one of the guys on staff was like, Hey, I think you broke the record. I was like, really? Um, so I like didn't even know exactly where I was with, with that speed. Um, but then, yeah, I kind of adjusted. I actually, I shaved on Sunday morning. Um, everything but the, but the mustache and armpits. Cause I was like, you know, these opportunities don't come around very often, um, where you're in a position to, to break a, a record. Um, and I had, I didn't talk about it with anybody. It was kind of like, you know, when a, when a pitcher is throwing a no hitter, like no one mentions it. I think it was kind of that situation. Like I'm sure some people thought it, but nobody said it. Um, I mean, I, and I knew, if I wanted a chance to do it, I needed to go out a little bit faster. Um, and I just really let the adrenaline take me out. Like I, I didn't try to take it out any faster. Um, I just knew that knowing that I was going to be close to it was going to be able to do that for me. So yeah. Um, that's pretty much how that went, I guess. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, I, I mean, does, does, does the stash give you actual superpowers? Um, do you, do you you have at this point you've raced with it a lot? Do you, does that give you confidence? Um, I mean, I don't really know. I think it, I just started growing it out as a joke, you know, my fiance and, and everybody's like, Oh my God, it's so ugly. But I was like, yeah, but it kind of like, it's kind of my thing now. So it has to stick. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't give me superpowers, but I think it definitely helps me stay a little bit more relaxed, just like knowing that it's my thing. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad you've adopted it. It's a, it's a great thing to make your own. <laughs> Everyone in the comments is like Mark Spitz would be proud, which, which I love. Um, so let's, let's dive in just, just a little bit to this world record. Um, you were eight strokes first three 25s and then 10 strokes the last 25 from from that perspective 
do you have a stroke count you're trying to hit? Or are you just trying to maintain tempo? Where are you at with that? Um, really neither. I mean, <laughs> cause like r- racing short meters is we, like, we don't do it ever in America. So we don't train it. Like we don't race it. So like short course yards, I, I know my, my stroke count long course. I know what my tempo needs to be. Um, but short meters was just kind of like, I mean, I kind of could judge based off the relay the day before, but, um, yeah, I'm starting to get my stroke count down to know where it is. Um, definitely room for improvement. I was definitely long into the first wall and my finish was a little long. So trying to adjust that in the coming, coming weeks. So then I guess either in a race or just when you're tuning up in the practices and the weeks to come, what are you thinking about? I mean, do you, obviously you, you hit 15 off, off every wall, pretty to the T. I mean, some people are even like, Whoa, did he, did he come up before 15? And like, when you slow it down, obviously you did, you were right there every time. Do you mm-hmm. know your kick count? I mean, what, what are you thinking about of, okay, this is how I want to execute my race. Yeah. So I definitely really, the only thing that I think about during a a race is numbers, um, like short course yards. I know, like I said, I know my stroke count. I know my kick count. I know my stroke count exactly what I need to nail off every wall. Um, and yeah, learning that in short meters is trying to, is kind of a little bit different, but all I think about is like, okay, I'm going to take seven. I'm going to do my start glide for a little bit, seven kicks off the wall. Then off the, um, off the first wall, push off, glide, nine kicks. Next wall, 10 kicks. Last wall, try to hit 10 kicks. But if you're, my legs are dying, then come up and, and go to swimming. But yeah, I was 10 kicks on, the, on that last wall too. But yeah, so I definitely think about my kick count while I'm swimming and leading up. Like in, in training, I always do 10 kicks, um, which puts me past 15 if I'm doing like a 50 all out, mm-hmm. but I think it, it helps me knowing that like, even though some of my kick counts are nine or less than 10, um, knowing that I can always do 10 is going to help me finish with my legs in a, in a race. So in practice, you're just blown by 15. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, <clears throat> So then, I mean, your first world record, like how, how'd it feel, you know, I mean, you, you, you get the shave in you're, you're the secret shave. I mean, you, you, you execute a really good race. And then did you, I mean, you, you, you smash it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, still, it's still really weird. Um, like saying that I have a world record. Like I, I think that's probably the first time that I said it out loud. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really remember a whole lot, but when, uh, Mark, Mark Foster, he's the guy who does the interviews after the races. Um, when he was interviewing me, I I just like had no words. Like I, I, this, this was so unexpected. Like Braden texted, I I said in, I think I said in the, um, mix zone, but Braden texted me afterwards the night before and was like, dude what the hell just happened? Like you are not in that kind of shape to do this. Like what, what's wrong with you? And then, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really 
don't know. I was not expecting it. Still doesn't feel real, but I'm super grateful and like just super happy that I was able to bring it back, like representing the Condors, Wolfpack Elite, NC State, like America, having, you know, all that stuff is is really, really cool. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I can imagine. Did Braden send you a text after the world record? <laughs> but- uh, yeah, I probably... It, I probably can't read it out loud. Well, I definitely can't <laughs> so read it out loud. I was going to say, but... <laughs> are there many more expletives? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's but yeah, it. he's, you know, just as pumped as I am. You know, he's earned it just as much as I have. The whole coaching staff, Waits coach, you know, Felipe, they, they've done so much to help put me in this position that really I, I can't take a whole lot of credit here. <laughs> I mean, and that's, that's cool. You're, you're giving your shout outs and, uh, and it's a big moment, um, from the outside, from the media perspective, like what I'm thinking is, okay, he's, he's done ISL for a season. He obviously improved. I mean, we're going to, I'm going to ask you about trials in a minute, but you went a ton of best times at trials, like, you know, by all accounts had a great meet there. And then now it seems like you're stepping into your own as a pro. Um, I'm, I'm curious, having already done this for a season, done ISL before, um, were there specific things you carried into this season? Like, okay, n- now I know how, how to move, how to operate a little bit more heading into season three. Absolutely. I mean, um, just being in, you know, I've, I've been to Naples before in 2019. Um, so I'm kind of familiar with the area. Um, like I, I know a lot of the returners on the team now, um, so I think I'm just a lot more relaxed. Like I'm not as starstruck as I was last year. Um, you know, with, with all the, all the Olympians and, and world record holders, stuff like that. And I was kind of like shock and awe last year. Um, but now I'm kind of like settling in a little bit more, like I, I I'm definitely more relaxed going into this season. And I think that's a lot, like, that's where the success, that early success has come from so far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, and you, you said it a lot, as long as you're having fun, you're swimming fast and uh, (laughs) certainly seems like you're swimming fast. Uh, What, what is, what's, has there been a highlight so far? I mean, I'm I'm guessing you've been there a week now, but just outside of the pool being back with the Cali Condors. Um, I mean, I gotta go, uh, I don't think there's one singular highlight um, just cause like, I don't know. Everything's just been pretty like relaxed. Like it's the, the highlight pro- would probably be being able to leave the hotel. Like last year, obviously, you know, COVID was, was a different, almost a different animal last year, but now that a lot of people are vaccinated, um, you know, we're still wearing masks and everything, but we're allowed to like leave the hotel and just grab stuff that we need. Like we don't have to, order it and hopefully they get it right when they bring it to us. So that is what I think it's helped me relax a lot too, is knowing that like I can walk out of the hotel and I'm not stuck on an Island, you know, going crazy for six weeks. That does seem like an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that sounds nice. Uh, so, so let's take it, take it back a little bit. Um, you take time off of, off of swimming after trials and then you're just kind of relaxing. Um, again, I, I feel like I've asked this a couple of times, but just heading into ISL, you were getting in shape, you know, you're, you're, you're doing 
doing honest work. Um, did you, did you have a goal? Did you, did you have a, a feeling coming off of trials being like, okay, ISL, this is kind of what I want to focus on in my swimming. Um, I mean, going into trials, I kind of like knew that I was a long shot to make the team. So I was, I never really got caught up in like, Oh, Oh, I didn't make the team. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I think I handled that pretty well mentally. Um, and I knew I was going to take two and a half weeks off and then, yeah, I mean, ISL is, is pretty much my, the biggest way of that I'm making money right now. So I always looked at this as like, this is, you know, there's a lot of the Olympians are going to be taking some time off. They might not be on their A game. So Braden and I were always kind of like, you know, we can make a decent amount of money, um, just by being in shape. But again, like we were not expecting this at all, but, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I mean, just kind of like didn't really have any goals other than to just be in shape. Yeah. The, I mean, that, that makes sense. <laughs> if, if you're in shape, we've seen you swim in season, obviously now we've seen you swim and season evolved, but, uh, you said you were a long shot to make the team and, and I, and I get that, but I mean, yeah, let's talk about trials. Cause you were close. You were, you were right there. You made two, two, a finals. Yep. And then, and then you, you semifinaled in the hundred back, you swam hundred back, mm -hmm. hundred free, hundred fly. Um, I mean, let, let's just, let's just go down the list. Hunter back was your first event. Um, how are you feeling about that one heading into it? Uh, I hate backstroke long course. <laughs> like I despise it. Um, so I was not super confident. I didn't do a whole lot of training. Um, I think I would only do one backstroke workout a week. Um, pretty much the other the other ones were either, yeah, the other ones were pretty much just either power focused. Most of them were focused on butterfly because, you know, since we're so deep in America, so deep in backstroke, like I knew I wasn't going to be able to drop a 52 to make the team. So we kind of shifted our focus towards fly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was, I was not happy with my morning swim. I think I was a 54, four, barely snuck into to semis. Um, so I was not happy with that. Um, semifinals, I was just off my best time, which, you know, considering I didn't do a whole lot of backstroke training, I was pretty happy with it. Um, I'd wanted to make the final, but it kind of gave me an impromptu day off heading into freestyle. So that was pretty nice. <laughs> and the, I, I certainly hadn't expected to see you in the hundred free, uh, but you, <laughs> but it seems like it went well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Braden kept forgetting that I was even entered in it. <laughs> after, <laughs> after the hundred back, he was like, all right, we got a couple days off and let's, you know, reset focus for the fly. I was like, Braden, you know, I got the hundred free in two days, right? Like I, you know, I'm, I'm going to actually do that event. I'm entered in it. Um, but yeah. Uh, and heading into trials, I'd always, I would, I would, I never really expected to make the final. Like I was, I knew I had a good shot at semifinaling, um, but was not expecting to make the final. And, uh, cause we just, I don't do a whole lot of freestyle training either. Like I, the only freestyle training I do is we do one aerobic freestyle workout a week and it's like pretty intense threshold for the most part, but it's not hundred speed. So that was pretty shocking, um, to, to drop that time in the morning. Um, 
definitely drained me mentally and and emotionally going uh going that fast in the morning like i said i wasn't expecting it and then i just got so excited um and i think i kind of tired myself out by getting that excited for that long <laughs> what how when did you start coming down from that or when were you able to kind of reel things in from that morning swim Oh man. I mean, it probably wasn't until after the final, like, I, yeah. Cause after the prelims, I was like, wow, I'm going in sixth. like typically six people make the team. Like I know it's just prelims, but I got pretty excited. And then that night I didn't take a nap that night. I, or that, uh, in between sessions and then going into semifinals. Um, I, I mean, I, I can't remember what I placed after semis. I think it was like fifth or sixth again. Um, and then I was like, wow, like I'm getting pretty close to it now. And I did, I slept horribly that night. I think I got like four hours of sleep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it, I, in, in the long run, it kind of helped me learn how to manage with my emotions, um, and deal with them. Cause like after Saturday, I knew I had a shot at breaking the world record, you know, this past weekend. And I think having that freestyle experience at trials let me kind of reel in my emotions a little bit better and realize like, okay, yes, but you need to rest. You need to recover. So, you know, it was, it was, it was a shame that happened at trials, but in the long run so far, I think it helped me. I mean, yeah, that, that, that seems like a really good learning experience and something you can't, I mean, trials is something you can't simulate any, any place mm -hmm. else. Right. I mean, the excitement of, of just, Oh, I'm in the running to actually make that Olympic team. Uh, it's, it's so, I mean, that meet is just so different than any, any other meet. Um, yeah. and then coming off of the hundred free final, uh, where, where you narrowly missed the team, I think by two or three tenths, uh, mm -hmm. how are you feeling heading into that hundred fly? I mean, I knew my fly was going to be solid. Like, um, after, I mean, after the hundred back, I was like, yeah, it'll be okay. But then after the hundred free, I was like, fly is what I trained for. So I knew it was going to be good. Um, so that kind of let me relax a little bit heading into fly. Um, again, I didn't get a whole lot of sleep after the final hundred free. So that first prelims of the hundred fly, I was, uh, I was a bit off. Um, but stuck in semifinals, um, knew I was like, yeah, I mean, I knew I was going to be solid. Um, I think I ended up qualifying third to go into finals. Um, and Caleb obviously is Caleb, you know, world record holder in hundred fly. So really we were only fighting for one spot there and Tom's a veteran. He's been there 2016. Um, so he, I knew that he knew he was going to have to knew what he was going to have to do to make the team. Um, so yeah, going into that, I knew my only real shot was to try to take it out a little bit faster, um, which I did. And then I think two people ran me down the last 10 meters. Trenton was coming for me. Um, but, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a good race. Uh, can't complain about best times ever, especially at Olympic trials where there's so much pressure going on. So yeah, I was, I was pretty happy with it overall. Yeah. I mean, like we said, you were, <clears throat> I think 48, four in the hundred free was, was the around for maybe. Yeah. I know you're 48, four in the final. 
um, or maybe in semis, but uh, you were 51 five in semis of the hundred fly. Like you said, you were right on, which that was your first time under 52, mm-hmm. uh, which, which uh, that's, that's a huge barrier to break and you broke it by a lot. And so it's like, again, it trials such a hard meet to measure just cause it's like, well, I didn't make the team. So it's, it's easy for people to say, well, you know, it didn't go well, but you had a really good meet. <clears throat> I am curious. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you focus on long course butterfly a lot. How does, what is, how does that change your focus and training just in terms of, do you train with a different stroke? Do you train with a different emphasis in butterfly? What, what is long course butterfly training look like for you? Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a lot more like repeat fifties. Um, I do not have a good enough stroke where I can do low rest, um, like low, low rest butterfly, a lot of repeats. Um, we did a lot of like high intensity workouts, which it's weird for NC state, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, like we, it was just a lot of like fifties at race pace, um, trying to simulate kind of that middle 50 almost. Um, so yeah, I think going back to the drawing board, we're definitely going to focus more on that last 25 because pretty much all my races, that's where I really lost it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so that, that brings up the kind of the final topic I wanted to talk to you about, which is, um, you know, you, you, obviously you've had success in the short pool now, uh, in, in, the, in meters. Um, what, where do you think your emphasis is short course compared to long course? Obviously, you know, um, that you excel a little more in the short pool, as you said, but do you think you'll focus equally on both moving forward? Um, or do you think you might put an emphasis on one or the other? Uh, I think it just kind of depends on where we are, um, with, you know, whether it's in the ISL season versus long course, um, you know, obviously the main goal of everybody is to make the Olympics, um, but that only comes around once every four years, well, three years, I guess this time, but, um, you know, the, right now, like I said, my moneymaker is ISL. So that's kind of where we're focusing on for the next little bit, but, um, we're definitely getting ready for, uh, world champ trials next year. Um, you know, I think I'm in a unique position where, yes, I didn't make the team, but I have, I mean, I'm not at my peak yet physically, so I'm just keep looking forward um, no matter what season I'm in, just trying to do my best to set myself up for whatever's next. I don't really think that answered your question, but. (laughs) Don't worry. I've got (laughs) follow-ups. First, first of all, are you, do you think you're going to do world cups as well or just stick to ISL at least for this? this Uh, I honestly have no idea. I guess I got to talk to Braden about that. I should probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to rule it out. I haven't really thought about it, but we should probably look into that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, so next do you, you know, even it doesn't have to be all the time, obviously, but do you like racing long course or training long courses? Are there things you enjoy about long course or, you know, are, are you just, have that long course focus for meets like world champs, Olympics, et cetera. No, I, I like long course. Um, 
obviously like short course more, but um, just because I had more success there. But, you know, I, I think it's starting to focus or shift focus. Um, like I, I love long course butterfly. Like for me, short course fly, it's hard to get into that rhythm with when I'm only taking four or five strokes a lap where long course I'm taking 17, 18, 19, where I can like focus on actually pulling water, not just like tempo to make sure I'm hitting my stroke count. Um, so I, I really do like training long course butterfly. Uh, I like training long course freestyle too. Like, especially when it comes to, um, like aerobic sets, like a long aerobic pull. Uh, I'd rather do that long course than short course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then my final follow-up is obviously Cali's pretty stacked in this event, but do you think we're going to see you in a hundred IM? I don't know if anyone's going to be able to watch my breaststroke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be cool, uh, but it is right after the hundred back. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. So unless you want to see me do that back-to-back double, which could be amusing, but probably not fun for me. Um, it'd be like skins, but, but hundreds. <laughs> um, I mean, I, yeah, I, uh, not going to rule it out, but I mean, I hope I get to see myself in it someday. So. I mean, you, you've, you've got the fly back free that we know of. No one, no one's ever seen you swim breaststroke. So maybe one day, probably I mean, stay that way. <laughs> what let's, my, my logic is worst case scenario, Caleb jackpots your points. So Callie still gets Callie still gets them. <laughs> yeah. That's, I guess that's true. <laughs> um, well, Coleman, it's always a pleasure sitting down to talk with you. I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, so obviously after that first match, <clears throat> how are you feeling about you moving forward and also the, the doors with a, an historic win? Uh, how, how are you guys feeling moving into the rest of the regular season? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're super pumped with how we swam. Like all around, it was, it was awesome. I think as a team, we're only going to get better because – we didn't have all our, our top guns for that first meet. Um, but now, you know, they're starting to come in semifinals. We're going to be even stronger. Um, so excuse me. Uh, yeah. I mean, the rest of the, the rest of the league should be pretty scared of what we have to offer for this season. Um, but yeah, for me personally, uh, Braden and I kind of talked about how like we were, I was, I was a little bit rested for that first meet just through like travel and just kind of like natural rest of traveling to Europe. So we're kind of getting back into training this week. Um, so I don't really know whether or not I'm going to go faster, go slower, um, kind of going into this meet with no expectation again this weekend. Um, just kind of see what happens. But I think overall as a team, again, we are going to be forced to be reckoned with for the rest of the season as james harden would say scary hours <laughs> <laughs> i love it uh well once again coleman stewart thank you for taking the time it's always great chatting with you you've been listening to the swim swam podcast stay tuned for new episodes every week you can take Swim Swim Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below 
and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.